Welcome, beautiful people, to Growthology Podcast. I'm Lorena, and I'm a licensed mental health therapist that is very interested in the science behind all things well-being and growth. And I am Monica. I'm a working mom, a wife, currently a college student, and I'm just an everyday person who's trying to live a happy and healthy life. In our podcast, we discuss topics like personal growth, wellness, mindfulness, and emotional intelligence, and hopes to grow a community of positivity. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to 2021. This is our first episode of the year. Thank goodness (laughs) 2020 is over. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about concluding 2020 and what that entailed in terms of our podcast and some parts of the mental health aspects, positive ways to start out the new year, our podcast and the the future of our podcast and our own personal goals. 2020 has been a wild ride. I know I've had some rough times this year. Definitely. I think we could all agree on that. And that's something that we all have a commonality in. Looking Mm -hmm. back, this past year really seems sort of like a blur for me. And I Mm -hmm. feel that it went by fast and slow all at the same time. I went through, I mean, I think we all went through a lot of changes in terms of our job, uh, social interactions. But personally, like I've mentioned in other episodes, we, my husband and I moved to a different state in March. So that was right before things hit really hit the fan. So it was super hard being very far away from family, missing my family, feeling like I had minimal social supports and not really being able to make any new social supports since I wasn't able to interact with anybody at the time. Yeah, and this is like a rough time for relocating. Yeah. Because it's like near impossible to meet people. Mhm. Oh, well, let me say that I did join Bumble BFF. So I didn't know that it was even a thing, but I was, I'm a very social person. I love meeting new people. I love talking to people. And like I said, I was really struggling with that lack of social support for people mm-hmm. in this new state in Maryland. So I, basically got on google and i googled how to make friends in a new state and i found bumble bff so i downloaded that and i've actually met a few ladies and it's been so nice we've been able to do things outside while social distancing going on hikes and walks and spending time together and we've even been able to go on some double dates with their partners and my husband so that's been really nice and I never thought I would make friends like that even though I met my husband on a dating app but I didn't know that it it existed for friends so yeah I didn't know that you met Sean on an app yeah we met on OkCupid oh Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I thought you met on a dating website, but I didn't know it was an app. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's the same. It's like the more modern version of that. And I'm happy that you mentioned it because I joined it too, and I've met a lot of really great people. And it's cool to just meet people outside of your bubble. I've been here for like two years, and like my friends are just 
very select few people so it definitely expanded that yeah this year honestly when when you talked about it being like a blur it really reminded me of like a deployment it's like the days are really long but the weeks are just like flying by it's like it feels like so slow but so fast at the same time Mm -hmm. it's a really weird feeling Mm -hmm. okay so previously we had a gratitude episode where we talked about finding gratitude and the impacts and the positive impacts and how it can help deal with situations related to trauma. Um, So if you haven't heard that episode, that's episode six. Um, I really encourage you to go back and listen to it if you're trying to find some ways to have positivity. And we definitely got some good feedback from our listeners. If you're interested in specifically talking gratitude, then um, there's already a whole episode on it. But I am going to touch on it a little bit just because it's been such a rough year and it's so important to find gratitude when things aren't necessarily going the way either we want it or the way, you know, life normally should. (laughs) (laughs) Should. That uh, word, right, should. dangerous word. <laughs> right. I mean, like, at least we have toilet paper now. <laughs> <laughs> but since 2020 was so hard, um, Lorena, what kind of gratitude do you have? Or what do you got about this year? Yeah, so like you said, despite the roller coaster ride that 2020 was, looking back, there's a lot of positives that came out of it for me. So I found new ways to stay connected, like I said, with the Bumble app, and then even just different ways of staying connected with friends, really making the the effort to reach out to friends and do video calls with, with family and friends mm-hmm. to stay connected. I saw that. Yeah. You did that for the holidays, right? Yeah, we did a Zoom Thanksgiving where we mm-hmm. Zoomed with my cousin, who we were supposed to go to her house for dinner but we decided it probably wasn't a good idea to travel outside the state so we did zoom with them and my parents so that was really nice yeah very cool we also started this podcast so that was a really great thing and really exciting and new I did a lot of reading and research Mm -hmm. on well-being and listened to a lot of other podcasts and some other audiobooks that really helped me grow and be able to also tell other people about the things that have been helpful for me. I also started practicing gratitude on a daily basis, which has made a huge impact on my mental health. Like I can't explain how much how much of a difference that has made for me that I I probably sound like a broken record because I tell people all the time, like, start a gratitude journal, start a gratitude journal. I tell all my, yeah, I tell (laughs) all just, well, because I see the benefits. So I think that that, I think it's, it's easier to get motivated when you could tell that something is helping you Mm -hmm. in a a short amount of time. Cause I, I mean, like for exercise is hard because with that you have to be consistent and sometimes you don't see results for a really 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 long time and that could be really discouraging but for this I could feel the difference in like a week Mm -hmm. um I also made the decision to apply for a doctorate program and I got in so I'm really excited about that I'll be starting in May and it's a doctorate thank you it's a doctorate of social work so I have my bachelor's, my master's in social work. So I'm keeping Mm -hmm. on with that field because I I really like it and I'm really passionate about it. 
So soon you're going to be Dr. Silas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you could still call me Lorena. <laughs> okay. Just me though, right? <laughs> yeah. Sean has to call you Dr. Silas. <laughs> oh, yeah. He already knows. <laughs> he will not be allowed to refer me to anything but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was also really nice spending a good amount of time home with Sean um, and our mm-hmm. dog since he was deployed all of 2019 for his right. deployment was 400 days. So we had a lot of wow. catching up to do. And it was nice to be home with him and our, our dogs and just kind of getting getting settled in our new place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also really grateful that my family has been able to stay healthy during these times. Um, yeah. Now I'm grateful for the vaccine. And I get mine this upcoming Wednesday. So I'm super pumped about that. How about you? What have you felt has been either positive or something that you're able to reflect on and be grateful for from this past year? Well, it's been a wild ride, as I've I've said. Um, So in... So first, despite all the challenges that came about, first off, I am grateful for the awareness of racial inequalities that have been going on and just the topic and talking about the topic. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so important. And even in my own growth in the last year about being educated and learning and seeing, um, I feel like I've really like this this whole thing with George Floyd really opened up my eyes and opened up my heart Mm -hmm. to the situation. And, um, for, you know, and I've been thinking about the whole, you know, not standing for the flag. How do I feel about that for the last couple of years? And, you know, it, it was challenged by somebody who was really close to me and, I think it really inspired me to change the way that the way that I perceive things. So I'm happy that all of this happened in the sense that I've had a really huge awakening Mm -hmm. in regards to racial um, inequalities. Um, Even though, you know, it's hard for people to agree on things like Black Lives Matter and police reform. And then I know there's the whole defund the police thing, but For the most part, I know that 95% of people that I've talked to truly believe that there are racial inequalities, even if the politics are on the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, So going to that next step, I think it's so important to start out with that awareness so that way we can move forward. So I'm happy that there is so much awareness to this topic and hopefully we can come together and really move forward. Next, of course, you mentioned the podcast. And the thing that I love about us starting the podcast, other than I love us having a podcast, (laughs) is I think we both kind of had a really hard time with everything going on. And I had a lot of anxiety. I know you've had a lot of anxiety during that point. And that's Mm -hmm. why we're texting each other all the time. (laughs) Like SOS. Um, yeah, I know, right? Like, we shit's going to the fan. <laughs> <laughs> Let me message you across the world because I'm just lost right now. Um, and I'm happy that we turned a really stressful situation into a positive. 
Um, and not just a positive for us, but a positive for other people. And I want to read some of the feedback that I've gotten that has been really inspiring to me Mm -hmm. that I've heard from some of our listeners. So quoting this first person, I listened to the Finding Gratitude episode and it actually sent and I actually sent it to my friend who's been feeling crappy lately. I loved it. You ladies are amazing. And it's so brave of you to put yourself out there. And I seriously admire it and some clapping hands. So, I mean, that really touched me. I think, you know, both me and Lorena really like put a lot of thought into each episode and, you know, everything has a meaning either to her or to me. And we dive in and we talk about it and it it makes you really vulnerable. I mean, we're both putting ourselves out there. So I really appreciated that feedback. And then another one is I listened to the whole, um, and this is the postpartum depression podcast. I wish I would have heard it back when, when their first child and their second child were infants. You are so well-spoken, sincere, kind, and open. Thank you for sharing your experience and research. I so truly appreciate you. And Eric and Lily are really blessed to have you. So that meant a lot because that one was really hard for me to dive in and talk about. Um, yeah, and to know that was super that. personal for you. Right. Uh-huh. And a lot of people don't know. I had to take a shot before I can do that episode because it was so deep. <laughs> and Loretta was like, what are you doing? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm like, like okay, okay. <laughs> this is gonna be a little rough for me, um, but just to take that edge off. But I'm really happy that I did it, and actually, that episode has the most downloads. So I'm yeah. I'm really happy that that women are listening to it and hopefully mm-hmm. feeling supported in that such in that situation. Yeah. So finally, I am most thankful for my family and their health and well-being especially during covid it's been so difficult and you know personally i've been stressed um i've been testing retesting quarantine um hurting feelings all of those things it's so hard to deal with and in that neither me nor my husband nor my child um have had any issues in regards to our health Aside from just the common stuff that goes around, like colds, Eric and I had no employment issues just because of the type of work that I, that we both do. Mm-hmm. And that's so important because I know not everybody is having that security right now. Yeah. And then, of course, my relationships bloomed with people like Lorena and a few others. Um, and that's really been encouraging that everybody that I know has been okay and that we've gotten almost through the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so close. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Give me that vaccine. <laughs> Yeah, and those are all such great things to be grateful for. And some of what you said, I hadn't thought of when I think about gratitude, but it really sparked the gratitude in me when I hear you talk about them. And I think it's, like I said, it's neat to share the gratitudes with others that we have because sometimes we just don't, can't think of things or we kind of get stuck on thinking of the same three things are you know like I'm grateful for my family and my health and things like that but we don't think past that and sometimes we don't reflect on how blessed we are to have certain things in our life right (laughs) yeah I think 
It's so important to find gratitude right now. So I wrote down three things that were really important and encouraging in regards to gratitude. So I encourage everybody to look back and write down three things that they're thankful for and go into detail on why. Don't slip up on the details. Those details really help you do that reflecting and looking back. Yeah, and if some of you are struggling to think of things or something different every day, if you decide to go on this gratitude attitude journey, (laughs) you know, besides friends, family, health, job, etc., I encourage you to go through your day from the very beginning to the very end and identify all the things that make you more comfortable and the things that make it easier for you to do certain things. Think about comfort. So if you wake up in the morning and you turn off your alarm, you could be grateful that you have an alarm that will help you wake up. It could be small things like that. If you Mm -hmm. have a coffee maker that makes you a really delicious cup of coffee, you can be grateful for that. You can be grateful for your dining room table or your breakfast nook or your couch that you are able to sit on when you're enjoying that cup of coffee. Uh, warm water in the shower good smelling shampoo good smelling soap you know and kind of go through your day and think of all the things that make things a little bit nicer for you and I think that's a good way to think a little bit outside of the box in terms of the things that we're grateful for Mm -hmm. so now we're going to talk about how we can start out 2021 in a positive light and how we can maintain some of those goals now I know a lot of people are not fans of New Year's resolutions. Statistically speaking, less than 8% of people actually keep their New Year's goals. So I think a lot of people just shy away from it. And they might do things, but they don't really give it a name or say it's a resolution. But I personally like them because it's kind of like a reset for me. And Mm -hmm. even though I've been doing things you know, since the end of the year, I did implement some new things that I've been wanting to get to. And I just had been putting stuff off. Right. I like the idea of New Year's resolutions, even if I don't see it the other way. It just sets my mind right. Yeah. I think the best book to start out 2021 is Atomic Habits, hands down. I'm re-listening to it currently, and if you download the audiobook, it's less than six hours, so you can probably finish it in a week of commuting if you drive a lot like I do. Yeah, I read it. Uh, it's such a good book. I think it's the best book I've read on forming mm-hmm. habits and just the the different tips and tricks that the author gives, um, his name is James Clear, are so helpful and actually make it a lot easier to start a new habit. And he also even talks about ending bad habits or habits that you are that are not helping improve your life or make make you feel better. So this book definitely helped me the most in terms of just figuring out how people actually stick to their goals. And the book talks about the four laws of behavior change. So he says the best ways are to make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. And in the book, um, if you guys are interested, you can get the book or get the audiobook, and that just explains it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Also, a, the one that helps me the most personally is the being specific. So you mm-hmm. say, I will behavior at 
this time in this location. So for me, mm-hmm. one of my New Year's goals, New Year's resolutions is to implement yoga. So mm-hmm. for me, it would be I will practice yoga at 6 p.m. in my apartment gym. And mm-hmm. I would even go a step further and saying like on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. That mm-hmm. way I know exactly when I'm going to be implementing this new habit. Right. And it's important to vocalize it too. Yeah. Just to say that, like mm-hmm. bring it out of your brain and say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I write it too because I have a planner that is my life for both work mm-hmm. and personal life. If I don't write stuff down, I will definitely forget. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another yeah. another tip that I found pretty helpful was habit stacking. So it's implementing a new habit on top of one that you already have that's easy for you. So let's say somebody wants to implement three things they're grateful for every day. They pick a habit that they have. So it could be if every day without thinking you make yourself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea in the morning or a smoothie, whatever it is you drink in the morning, that's when you're going to do your three gratitude um, Mm-hmm. the gratitude exercise so you're you're stacking a new habit to one that you already have and then another one is embracing the buddy system so someone who can help you stay accountable so we're more likely to stick with our habits if we tell people like this okay this is what we're doing so a good friend that you know is going to help motivate you or ask like hey did you do that thing that you said you were going to do or your partner, someone maybe that also has their own goals, and then you can both keep one another accountable. Right. Yeah, this book was amazing. If you haven't heard it, if you haven't read it, you need to read it. It's life-changing, literally. Um, it just the way that you approach goals has, like, my, my goal doing, goal approaching is just completely different. And I yeah. think of things in systems over, like, a goal. Mm-hmm. Like a goal is like, maybe I'll get there, but what is the system in play that's really going to get me towards that? So some habits that I'm looking forward for this new year is listening to more audiobooks because that's one thing I picked up this last year and I want to keep it going. I listen to a book probably every day on my commute. I'm listening to something. Um going to the gym three times a week because you know that I didn't do that last year. Let's just say it. (laughs) But since December, I've been pretty good. I've been consistent in going and yeah, I've already gotten it into my work habits. So I'm pumped about that. And journaling weekly is also a big one. Um, I haven't journaled for a very long time. So every Sunday before I start my week, I'm going to journal about the week before so I can get that fresh start. Um, And I would like to journal every day, but most of the time I fall asleep on my daughter's floor. So um, I couldn't do that. The reflecting on the week only because I'm so forgetful. I would, what am I writing about? What was this week? What did I do yesterday? Yeah, that's funny. I think it kind of helps me fall asleep because then I'm just like, okay, I've already thought about that. Now it's time to just rest my little head. Yeah. 
so my two main goals right now that I specifically set for the new year, like I said, one of them is to practice yoga consistently. So my goal right now is to do it at least three times per week because I do other types of exercises and workouts as well. And I also want to learn how to play the ukulele. My friend Clarissa got me a ukulele a lot of years ago. I can't even remember how long now because I told her I wanted one and (laughs) I still never learned. So I'm Mm -hmm. definitely determined because it's embarrassing how long I've had this really cute ukulele for that I can't even play. Do you have any musical experience? No, I'm not musically inclined at all. So, okay. Yeah, I don't know how to play anything. And I don't oh. know anything. About, I don't can't read music. So I have a lot of learning to do. And mm-hmm. I actually started trying to learn last week. And then I realized I couldn't play it because my nails. Because your nails, <laughs> right. Uh-huh. So when I go to my nail salon next time, I'm going to have to get them cut really short (laughs) yeah um so that's on the back burner already which was Mm -hmm. sad but I'm still motivated Mm -hmm. to get back into it that's exciting you know your fingers are gonna build up some callus right no I didn't (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, when you play stringed instruments um you're gonna get a little callus and you like your fingertips will be kind of numb well okay that's something (laughs) to look forward to (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but you got this. Don't worry. (laughs) My fingertips are already numb from heating up tortillas my whole life. (laughs) I can't feel anything until it gets to like a really hot temperature. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen those TikToks of like how Hispanic people do it and then how other people do it. And they're like super far away from the pan. (laughs) I know. That's definitely not you. (laughs) So in terms of our podcast, we want to talk a little bit about our goals for the podcast as well and what to expect this year. I definitely learned a lot about entrepreneurship and marketing, and I'm really bad at it is what I learned. (laughs) (laughs) But we learned that we have a lot to learn. (laughs) We have a lot to learn. Exactly. So I'm hoping to learn more about that. Obviously, we would like to expand our community um, just because we're so passionate about it. And we feel like there's so many people out there that want to know these things and just don't know where to look. So hopefully we find you in 2021 if we missed Mm -hmm. you this year. Yeah. And I definitely want to get better with editing and do a bit more of that. Uh, For those of you that don't know, I do... For like our more more research based episodes, I'll focus more on the script, and Monica does all of the editing. And I don't want to say I'm bad with technology, but I feel like I am bad with technology. So I it doesn't come naturally to me. I feel like I have to try really hard, and this is something I need to work on because I get easily frustrated, and then I'm like, Monica, can you just do it? <laughs> so I definitely want to do a little bit more of that and like Monica said as well have more guests on and just get different perspectives about all the topics because we have a lot of really interesting and exciting topics in mind I also want to engage our Instagram community more and maybe do some Q&A's and get more people in social media involved in the discussion and some of the topics that we're looking forward to going over with everybody is living with fear and anxiety, 
racial issues and mental health, veganism, which I'm really excited about, (laughs) nature versus nurture, the importance of childhood, patience and boundaries, guilt and shame, the American dream, self-esteem and self-love, perfectionism, eating disorders, LGBT toxic work environments, and social anxiety. So I'm pumped about this list. Some of these topics have been on our radar for a while, and some of them are new. I am equally excited for all of them. Um, So hopefully you look forward to listening to them soon and definitely incorporating a lot more guests because guests bring such a different perspective to the table and having just that third person just really helps when it comes to talking about these because me and Lorena can talk forever yeah (laughs) we actually have like every time we record we talk for like at least half hour to an hour before we start recording and then we're like okay we should probably start recording now (laughs) 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 exactly um so I'm excited about those things and you know, just building that community, as I said before. So hopefully everybody is as excited for 2021 as we are. Well, we thank you for listening to today's episode and stay growing. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Just look up at Growthology Podcast, no space.